You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name. Not joining me, as always. Sitting this one out is my good friend Frank Madden. Uh, If you want to get a little bit of a clarification for why exactly that is, Frank tweeted out sometime, I believe, at the start of the fourth quarter, no Locked on Bucks for me tonight because the only thing worse than watching the Bucks tonight would be talking about them. You can call it a DNP Bucks equal garbage for me. So with that being said, it's going to be just me. And I figure, you know, the Bucks really only had 12 good minutes in them. And I mean, you could probably argue whether or not that 12 was actually good. Um, but they only got through the first quarter tied 32-32. So you're going to get about 12 minutes from me. That's all I got for you today. Uh, Bucks lose 110-87 to the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons are now 29-32 and on the season. The Bucks are 33-28. and um, Taking a closer look at the standings, the Bucks are now in 7th place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they are just behind uh, the Sixers. They're both 10.5 back of the Raptors, uh, but the Sixers are 32-27. and 27. The Bucks are 33-28, and 28, so that takes them just a percentage point below the Sixers. So they are now in seventh place, and I guess to get everything started, we are going to take a, a quick flashback to yesterday's episode. Again, I don't, I don't necessarily always look like using these terms but a team that the bucks should beat like that 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 should be a win yeah. i know on the road on a back-to-back um all of those things playing against the bucks but at the exact same time you know this pistons team is struggling if you want to continue to keep your expectations high if you want to get yourself in a position to win a playoff series you got to win these games <laughs> Well, the Bucks did the opposite. They did the exact opposite. They pooed the bed and did not show up at all against the Pistons. Uh, like I mentioned before, 32-32 first quarter. Then they lose the second quarter 21-12. They lose the third quarter 32-26. And they lose the fourth quarter 25-17. Losing 110-87. They just uh, didn't show up. This is a game, like I said... I understand it's the second game of back-to-back. I understand that you just had some overtime games. Like I I get all of that. I understand. But the Pistons aren't a good basketball team, and you just got demolished by them. So I will continue complaining about them in just a moment, uh, but I did want to talk about Matt Velasquez uh, tweeting after the game. 
Giannis said his left eye got hit in the third quarter and his right eye got hit in the fourth. Right eye definitely looked like it took more impact. He said he had some blurred vision that continued post-game when he looked down. Hopes he can sleep it off, says he'll be fine. That's really concerning. The game at that point would have been over for 30 to 45 minutes, and when he looks down, there's blurred vision. That that's not great and again this could all get better maybe it's just muscles in that area uh, but also maybe there's something legitimately wrong with his eye like to function in that way that when he looks down is there's blurred vision maybe there is something worse wrong there so um it i think every time you see someone get injured you hope okay let's hope this isn't an acl that this isn't a knee uh that this isn't something very serious with a muscle that's going to keep you out for a long time. And that won't be the case with this eye injury, but also maybe his, his vision is affected. So, um, I think scary stuff there obviously can't do anything really, um, really, you can't really do anything else right now than just wait and kind of see what that injury ends up being. But, um, I certainly think concerning that it's, uh, I, action-based I guess you could say like as he's moving his eyes up or down like when they go down when he looks down there's some blurred vision so scary stuff there uh we'll have to wait for a medical update to figure out exactly um what is wrong but just not something you you really ever want to see so um some scary stuff there for Giannis we'll see um exactly what's wrong with him to the game I'm trying to think of a positive um I guess Eric Bledsoe wasn't terrible. Um, 19 points, six rebounds, four assists, a steal, um, one turnover, five of 10 shooting, two of four from three, seven of eight from the line. Um, he was, he was okay on the, on the night. Um, I think maybe the thing that's going to stand out for Bledsoe on the night is Jabari Parker yelling at him at the end of the first half when he dro- drove in for a layup and Jabari thought he was open. I think Jabari thought he was open twice on that possession. Once with 18 seconds left uh, and the Bucks already down, I think nine uh, at the time. And he w- he was open over the top, but the Bucks decided to wait for the last shot. He didn't. Bledsoe did not see him, uh, so then he goes into the corner, uh, and then Bledsoe attacks, and Jabari was open on the backside. He doesn't pass it to him there. He tries a layup attempt, doesn't go in. Uh, the Pistons get it, try to huck, uh, chuck it down court, does not go in, and you go into the halftime uh, with the Bucks down nine. But as they were heading into halftime, Parker let. Bledsoe have a piece of his mind and let him know that he thought he was open. And um, again, just not not something you want to see. You never want to see those those interpersonal things where you're yelling at a player for a specific action. Like it, that is a sign of things not going well. And it was very indicative of that second quarter and indicative of this entire game for the Bucks, one that they just didn't play well. So um, I, I think Bledsoe, you can probably circle as a positive, um, but the rest of the team, I don't think there's, there's a positive in there. Giannis was terrible. Uh, 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, four turnovers, five of 13 shooting one of three from three. Um, he gets two early dunks on 
essentially cuts where Andre Drummond or Blake Griffin kind of lost him on the uh, once on the baseline, once at the top of key, they lose him and he's able to cut and get easy dunks. And then didn't really see much of that after Um, there was, I think for him, six first quarter points there um, in really relatively quick succession. It, It all happened pretty quickly that he picked up six points in a hurry and, then after that, it was passive Giannis Dedekumbo, which is the worst version of Giannis Dedekumbo. Like the, that's just not the player you want to see. You always want him attacking, going downhill, and it, just as the game went on, you saw less and less of that. You saw him more willing to pass. You, you and I mean, you think just to kind of sum that up: zero free throws for Giannis Dedekumbo tonight. Zero. And again, you can say, "Oh, well, he didn't get calls." Sure, fine, whatever. I don't really care, but. He just wasn't attacking, and that that is a serious problem. You do not want to see that. Um, other member of the whatever you want to call him, three, Middleton, three for ten from the field, one of three from the three-point line, but he kind of saves his own night with ten for ten from the free-throw line. Uh, he ends up scoring 17 points, two steals, an assist, uh, two turnovers, Jabari Parker scored seven points at the end of the first quarter. I think it was about seven points in three and a half, four minutes, and then doesn't score the rest of the game. Four turnovers, bad defense. Jabari was on full display for everyone to see tonight. Uh, Lazy closeouts, losing guys on a couple passes away, not being able to get in the spots he needed for help. Just a, a straight up bad game. Uh, centers were pretty much terrible. Jan, or excuse me, John Henson, six points, four rebounds, two assists, two blocks. I think all of that came in probably the first quarter, maybe the first quarter and a half. And other than that, just not really making an impact. Uh, Don Maker, same thing. Tyler Zeller, same thing. Uh, Bucks defensive rebound percentage, 56.9%. That is horrendous absolutely horrendous they were giving up offensive rebounds like crazy on one possession alone Andre Drummond I think racked up three or four offensive rebounds as he just just played catch with himself off of the backboard um, and just racked him up and the Bucks couldn't really keep anyone off the offensive glass Eric Moreland has five offensive rebounds as well they just seemed generally indifferent towards boxing out didn't do any of it and looked terrible um Sterling Brown 0 for 2 from 3 in a starting role tonight. Tony Snell was out. Oh, man. Jason Terry 0 for 2 from 3. Wow. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Everyone was terrible. The Bucks played like total garbage. It was a trash performance and one that they should be embarrassed about. And on this podcast, typically, I I will attempt to talk people down on being mad about losses uh, after the Pelicans game. Like, I was, I I know a lot of people were upset after that one, but I was largely trying to say, like, hey, you know, this is still a playoff team. This is a team that you can lose to. Teams give up leads all the time in the NBA. And we've kind of seen some of that. And, this one, you can be furious. If you want to throw things, if you want to be upset, I will give you the full go-ahead, two thumbs up, go for it, because you should. It was embarrassing. The Bucks were terrible, and they should be ashamed. <laughs> I don't think there's really any way around it. So um, that's about all I got, except I want to do uh, one more flashback. 
I guess I guess at least at least you know as much as Thon Maker has not been good this year, at least Henry Ellenson um, sucks as well. Uh, sucks harder than Thon uh, from from what I gather. <laughs> And I gotta say, I think Frank was probably right on that one. We didn't get to see Henry Ellenson against Thon. We got to see Henry Ellenson versus DJ Wilson. The matchup everyone paid to see for the G League game they went to four weeks ago, but they got to see it in the Little Caesars Arena in downtown Detroit, and DJ Wilson put on a show. He had a blow-by on Henry Ellenson with a take to the basket. He had a steal. He had an assist. He was out there making moves and giving everyone all the faith in the world that that kid can play. So that's got to be the biggest positive of the night, and that will be how we wrap up this show. Frank, thanks for the assist, even though you weren't here. That was fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. That's all I have. I I can't even attempt to do anything more serious than that. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. For Frank Madden, I'm Eric Name. This has been Lockdown Bucks. I've been told the sun will come out tomorrow. I'll see you then.